VIP, VIP. Don't wait, cause tonight's on me. It's on me, baby, all on me, yeah. Sexy models, champagne bottles. VIP, VIP. Got two models, three more bottles. Auto when I'm out, got a bottle on the one side. B. Taylor, yeah, the IP, VIP. It's on me, baby, it's all on me. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Xander Effect. I'm your host, Xander Dames. Got a couple of things to chat about today, including in entertainment news, Kelly Clarkson files for divorce from her husband. We'll talk a little bit about that. In sports, looks like the NHL, uh, the National Hockey League, has a, kind of a new schedule for reopening as things start to reopen little by little, uh, including in sports. So we'll talk a little bit about that. In video game news, the new PS5 reveal happened today, and man, does the console look really nice along with the upcoming games, which we'll talk about a little bit about that as well. Along with today in entertainment news, uh, I have special guest Amanda Holly comes back to the Xander effect, chats with me a little bit about uh, her, her music video and her song Runaway that she released uh, a little while back, and also what she's been up to during this time of quarantine. We'll talk about that a little bit later on today, but first, here is Ian Thomas and Quest Cross Money, right here on the Xander effect. Money, 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 money. Money comes and goes, but you will stay right here. Diamonds are beautiful, and we gon' shine that bright. Let me show you what is new hits, cause you deserve it, girl. While we take you to the limit and give you a purpose, girl. I'ma change your life, and you're gonna Cause it's waiting on you, waiting on you, yeah. on the flow, and you can live that life. Hundreds, plenty cold, don't gotta go nowhere. Let me show you what is new hits Cause you deserve it, girl While we take you to the limit And give you a purpose, girl I'ma change your life and you're gonna love it Got a rocks to the sky, but you're above it You will love, I love this money, girl Money, girl I'ma spend it Spend it on ya Come get this money girl Money girl Cause it's waiting on you Waiting on you Yeah Come and get this money girl Greenbacks I know you like Carol 
boss, we taking off. Quest cross that big boss. You ask like I get it done. The Shandy and the Matt. We're in Switzerland, off in Antwerp, like that. Where those diamonds are at. My wee hop lights, no risk. If it's TSA, walk right through there. Like, who's this? Man, I'm global around. That is international bad. Is waiting on you, waiting on you, yeah. This is Larry Neymar, the founder of E Entertainment Television, and you're listening to the Xander Effect.
see downfalls in you will find glory You know the saying, if you're bored, then you're boring Use your mind or in time it will start snoring yeah. If you find yourself stuck or feeling stagnant Get up and move forward, that'll end it Life seems hard, but you know you can withstand it Xander Effect. In entertainment news, Kelly Clarkson files for divorce after seven years of marriage to Brandon Blackstock. It seems that, um, I don't know, in my opinion, I keep on saying this over and over again, that this quarantine has really brought a lot of divorces. And I've said this to many people that I know, um, that this quarantine will either bring one of two things. It will either bring a lot of divorces or a lot of babies out of nowhere. And the reason being is because living in close quarters for so long, you get to know the person that you're with. At least that's just my opinion. I don't know if maybe, you know, some of these couples had trouble even beforehand and they were just prolonging the inevitable and the quarantine just kind of pushed them to the edge. But it could be possible that could be it or it could be that suddenly they realized that they weren't really compatible, that the only reason why they actually stayed together is because they hardly ever saw each other because of conflicting uh, schedules. So there could be a lot of reasons, but as far as this one's concerned, it would seem that, I don't know, it seems like they they, um, were having problems for a little bit, and uh, they actually went ahead and put their LA home on the market for $10 million a little over a month ago. Again, this was right around the time that the quarantine began so chances are maybe there was some problems happening beforehand and the quarantine just kind of pushed it over the edge a bit who knows but the point is that both uh brandon blackstock and Kirk clarkson have called it quits they filed for divorce and it looks like in uh some legal talks that tmz obtained it states that kelly wants joint custody of their children they do have uh two uh kids together five-year-old river rose and four-year-old remington so 
it seems that they're going to be uh, sharing joint custody of the children. And I don't, I don't know. I mean, maybe we'll find out later on as to the reason why they decided to go ahead and split up after seven years. So we'll see what happens there. In other entertainment news, it looks like uh, Batwoman's character Kate Kane will not be killed off in season two. And this, according to showrunner uh, Carolyn Dries, who went on to Twitter and she reassured fans that this was not going to happen. She went ahead and she said, quote, as a lesbian who's been working as a writer for the past 15 years, I'm well aware of the barrier gaze trope and I have no interest in participating in it. That's why it's important to me as the showrunner to clarify any misinformation out there about Kate Kane and recasting Batwoman. Like you, I love Kate Kane. She's the reason I wanted to do the show. We'll never erase her. In fact, her disappearance will be one of the mysteries of season two. I don't want to give away any of our surprises, but to all our devoted, devoted fans, please know that LGBTQ plus justice is at the very core of what Batwoman is, and we have no intention of abandoning that. Now, see, uh, there was rumors as well that they uh, they are planning to recast the character. Uh, they were actually there was plans of killing off Kane, uh, you know, and the the series was actively looking for a new cast lead for the show. But uh, you know, I, you know, the showrunner went ahead and she destroyed those rumors. But they are still looking for a new recast. And apparently, according to um, according to uh, sources, it says that basically the new character is going to be named Ryan Wilder, and it's going to be played by a woman of color with LGBTQ plus, uh, you know, she's going to be, she's a part of the LGBTQ. So that's pretty much what they're looking at to, you know, for season two of Batwoman. And in my opinion, I think that that also is pretty cool because that also gives an open door policy for the character Kate Kane to come back, for Ruby Rose to come back. So that's a possibility that they might be doing that as well because, Ruby Rose left for whatever reason she had to leave, she left. And maybe they're saying, well, let's give her time to, you know, kind of, you know, reevaluate whatever she needs to reevaluate for herself, for her personal life, whatever, and just keep the door open for, you know, in the event that she decides to come back. Maybe she decides to come back, at, uh, you know, as a cameo. Maybe she decides to come back for just certain episodes so that way she doesn't get overwhelmed. Who knows? But the point is that that's really cool that they actually left that door open for for the character Kate Kane to come back and that actually would be pretty cool for for uh, the new Batwoman to figure out what happened to the original Batwoman in season two so we'll see what happens there in other entertainment news I had the opportunity to go ahead and interview Amanda Holly and it was a pleasure interviewing her again I interviewed her last year um, you know but obviously because the quarantine, I wasn't able to interview her again in person. But, you know, this time around, we got a little bit to chatting about, you know, her song Runaway and what she's been up to during this time of quarantine. So we'll talk a little bit about that. But first, here is Amanda Holly's Runaway right here on The Sander Effect. I, 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 I. No, I don't give a damn. Just screwed up, it's your chance I'm on a new wave And need to slow it down But pump your brakes Switching double lanes for you, I leave You talk that talk But you can't back it up Feeling some kind of way I had enough I'ma let you run 
that was Runaway by Amanda Holly, and with me is the artist herself, Miss Amanda hey. Holly. How you doing? How's it going, Xander? It's going well. Thanks for being back on the Xander. God, it's been like a year since you've been on. Last time, you know, it was I under know. different circumstances. I realize that. That is so crazy. Yeah, because I mean, what- been maybe year maybe like july right? something like that yeah yeah and, and you know it's unfortunate that we can't be in the same spot that we were I at the know. last time i miss you to pieces i'm so sad i want to be there on the west coast with all my people i'll be there though next month i'm coming out as soon as things you know you know calm down with the virus and all that hopefully no, uh, no but doubt. I'll, I'll be out there because i got a lot of work to do no doubt. And and we'll talk a little bit about that as well. Um, and here the like I, I just I you know what I actually miss? I I miss being at Urban Press Winery, drinking that glass of wine, talking with yeah. you in that little in that little wine room that we were at. Dude, that was that really place is so that was, dope. That's really cool. Yeah, no, I miss I definitely miss going outside. I don't think it's a good idea for me to have any wine before an interview though. <laughs> hey, you did you know what though? I got that Cherokee blood. Yeah, hey, but you know what though? But you know what though? You did fantastic. You did like wait, we got a lot of uh positive feedback Aww. responses i mean yours was probably the most watched uh you know news segment that i had cool. since i started the xander effect and it was just it was awesome to have you on you have a lot of people that really enjoyed the interview they enjoyed everything that you brought to the interview and everything well, it was so great being there <laughs> yeah it was great ha- sure. it, it was totally great having you there so let's let's talk a little bit about the uh your song runaway because you actually made the music video you came out with it a, a few months ago and obviously you know the virus hit and yeah kind of a delay for a lot of things <laughs> but uh talk to me a little bit about runaway because it seems that because I've seen the music video, I played the song. I play well. I played a lot of your. I play a lot of your songs on my show, um, oh. but you know, I you know, Runaway. I play it a few times, and the the music video. It just it just seems like it's funny. It seems like you have like a couple of guys that are trying to holler at you, and then you're like, no, I got to concentrate on my own stuff. Go away from me, you know. <laughs> so you're like running away from them. I mean, is that pretty much what the video was about? Yeah, I mean, it's got a few different meanings to it, but it's kind of funny because when we filmed it, I didn't even like, I mean, I saw the vision in my mind and I asked for certain people to be a part of it. A couple really great actor friends of mine, um, Corey Gray Hayes and uh, PJ Johnson. Uh, So yeah, I didn't even really think about it like that. I just had that vision, but it really became um, kind of a narrative of what I went through um, when I was creating that record with my friends, um, my friends Cecily Wagoner, uh, Davis Chris, and Shane Foster, who are now all topping the charts and making a lot of noise. We met that day, actually. Uh, that was the first t- time we ever met. And we wrote and recorded the whole record. I did all the backgrounds, everything, inside of just like two and a half hours. And the production was, Davis whipped out that track inside of like maybe an hour, hour and a half um, with the mix and everything. And then I guess he went back in and mixed a little more the next day, but it was a crazy day. Um, I really had to re kind of like really assert my own power, my own strength. Um, I had walked away from like a, a slew of abusive relationships and just Mm -hmm. craziness um, with a variety of, you know, different long-term relationships, but like even 
I don't think I've been single since I was like 12, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, You're preaching to the choir here. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and it was just really painful to see some of the things that, um, that, that this one particular person was doing at the time. Mm -hmm. um, something that he promised me he would never do. Um, something that I trusted him with and him taking this and literally trying to go as far as he could with it. Um, it was really painful and it made me just feel like, you know, broken inside and like an idiot almost just because I've been through a lot, even from my own childhood, um, in my own home and never really had anyone to trust, um, that, that you would not conventionally have in your life, even though I love my mom, you know, and stuff. Um, there was just a lot going on. So when I leaned on, you know, certain person I fell for and really cared about and trusted them with certain things. And they took that and just kind of like used it as a weapon. Like I really emotionally, it was just, it was just too, too heartbreaking. And at the same time, I had a similar situation with a really big company that <laughs> raised a $10 million budget for me, for my album, for my promotion, everything. And the owner went nuts and just became like obsessed ego, ego, an egomaniac and started doing things with my budget that just were not right and mm. treating people wrong and people that were creative that deserved fair treatment they weren't getting it and i felt that same it's funny that we're we're in this time of like civil rights kind of you know because we have civil rights already you know mlk did that for us and my manager was a part of that movement his dad organized the march on washington with mlk jr and malcolm x and he himself also promoted uh, civil rights movements from the Apollo stage, as did his father. And he also, you know, uh, found, discovered, signed ice tea and everything. So, you know, obviously we have that background, but at the same time, there are tinges of it in every aspect of life from my own family all the way into my career and certain people not really wanting for there to be a positive, powerful, black female, you know, um, obviously I'm biracial. My mom's Italian. My dad's Afri was African-American um, mixed with uh, Cherokee and Irish and English. And we come from a freed slave family on my father's side, you know, and mm -hmm. everyone was a musician, my mom, my dad, the whole thing, right? So I've never really seen myself as, a, as much as I've been through. And it's been really bad. I had no childhood due to, you know, Mm -hmm. dynamics. Um, I never really saw myself as, you know, someone who wasn't strong enough to overcome this kind of stuff. But it doesn't mean that the pain isn't the same. So I had to walk away from a situation inside a label where there was a lot of money and I had to leave um, part of my dream that I thought was my dream behind in order to reclaim my true power or own my true power as an artist and as an instrument of the creator in this world. Mm -hmm. And that song, Runaway, was the first record where I wasn't afraid to assert myself. You know, I've always been about overcoming through love, 
but I have never, I had never asserted myself in a record. And I have to put, give a lot of credit to Cecily Wagner, um, just cause, you know, she just puts it right out there. You know, she's an amazing writer, an amazing person. And she really, she really gave me the ability to feel safe and comfortable enough to be honest, um, completely honest about everything that I feel and not just put on the rose colored glasses. And that was the start of this album and this EP and where we'll be going with it um, in terms of the journey as a female, as a minority, but even as a person, because it's, it's like, everyone in this world has pain. You know what I mean, Xander? Like, of course. It's not, it's, not, it's not exclusive to my community. Of course. Or the minority community. Um, we have this in every- We're all humans. Every, yeah, we all go through varying degrees of, um, of complexities and like, and like challenges. Mm-hmm. But, but I have this one song that I had written with a friend of mine. Um, when Phil Ramone was my manager back in the day. And one of the lines was, all the rain feels the same. No, I'll never be afraid because the thunder knows my name. Meaning, you know, the creator, obviously. Um, But it really does, like, it really does all feel the same. Like, no matter, no matter how bad it is. Because, you know, we have, we have kids in this country on reservations. We're being bathed in laundry baskets as a friend of mine once uh, told me who comes from a reservation. Um, we, have, we have kids all over the world who are starving. We have human and child trafficking, child trafficking kids as young as age zero. I mean, we've got all kinds of atrocities in the world, but it doesn't mean that the pain that the black community, my community, you know, or, the, or, or orphans in America, like it doesn't mean that their pain isn't equal to someone who is in a child army um, in Africa. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just, I'm a very emotional person. So Runaway is, was the first step to my being honest about where I stand with things and also asserting my power and owning my own power. And that's why in the video, I really wanted to feature a few friends of mine who have that, have that insane like passion and, and just beauty inside of them of all different colors and all different, all different, all different vibes, you know? Yeah. I noticed, I, I noticed that because I mean, you know, you know, I noticed the, the, the different, uh, the different uh, talents that were that were featured in the music video and i also noticed something else like when you're when you're telling me about um the two different instances that you had between your personal relationship you know getting played you know and all this other stuff and then your professional relationship i mean were the two guys in the video were they personifying both those situations yeah i mean it's but you know i did it subconsciously Ah. um but yeah, I mean, they do embody um, two different relationships that I went through, um, through, through my teen life and young adult life. Um, so and, they and they're not even romantic. One of them was romantic. The other one was professional. And, you know, I mean, that's what I'm assuming that that's, that's, where, that's where that was going, that, uh, the, that both those, those gentlemen weren't necessarily suitors, but they represented... Uh, two different instances that you went through. 
you could take it that way. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I well, sorry, I tend to I tend to go ahead and look at things, you know, from there's a, a there's a scope lot, there's there's a lot to each story. <laughs> um but yeah, yeah. Um and it's honestly the most mild depiction I could ever give you. Because if I told you some of the stuff I've been through it's out of a horror novel, you know, wow. like you wouldn't believe it. But, but that's, that's the thing is like, ultimately, um, compassion is so important, you know, in our world today and given the current climate, but also not forgetting the resiliency and the strength of, of humanity and females and minorities and, you know, not just, not just minorities, but Caucasian people, you know, white people that, that have been through it. We've all, we've all been through something. Um, obviously, I stand with Black Lives Matter, um, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to isolate um, everyone else's pain. And this video was something, you know, it was, it was, it was a little something for everybody who's been through uh, little challenges in their lives and wasn't sure if they had the strength to pull through. And it, another thing you probably noticed was ultimately where I found my strength um, was in that vocal booth, you mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. and was in my own gifts that were given to me by something bigger than I am. Cause I didn't even know, I didn't even know how I was going to cut that record that day. You know, I had a flu, um, I, I was devastated by what had happened. I was really scared. Um, there was a lot going on, um, but but I just went in and did it. And obviously that's on a very small scale. It's like a metaphor for my whole life. But my music has pulled me through everything, you know? Um, and, it, and it doesn't mean that I'm gonna be like, oh, woe is me and like, oh, I scorn all all men or like, you know, whatever you like if you're, whatever your orientation like i'm not going to scorn every other person and never love again it just means that i'm going to look for something better for myself in this world so that's what you said as well you said as well <laughs> so yeah. yeah yeah no i mean no at the end of the day i mean i think we we can all uh strive to to give ourselves a treat you know of of better, of finding something better, finding, you know, whether it's love, whether it's something professional, whether it's anything, just anything, find yourself something to better yourself, better your situation, better your environment, you know, better your spirit. And, Absolutely. you know, and that's just, that, that's something that's very important for, for a good, healthy way of life. And, you know, I mean, obviously you found the way to better your spirit through music. And exactly. you know, it saved it's, my life. I wouldn't even be here, you know, but at the same time, music is who I am and it's my purpose in this universe. Like just being that channel, um, I can't turn it off. That's who I am. I will, I will die fighting for what I believe in, you know, um, which is strength and love and, and purity and truth and power, the power of, of the strongest force in the universe, which is love. I will, I will die fighting for that, you know, and um, I think it's a worthy, 
a worthy cause. <laughs> no, definitely. Most definitely. Love is always definitely a worthy cause. And especially right now with uh, everything that's going on, it's definitely a good message. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it's definitely something that we all need. Absolutely. Right I think, you know, we can never go wrong with love. If, if we have more love on the daily, um, we can't, we can't go wrong with that, man. Like, there's so much pain in this, in this world. There's so much of it. It's just too much. I cried for about a week after I saw uh, the murder of uh, Mr. Floyd, you know, um, watching George get murdered on camera. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I did too. I, I definitely, uh, I definitely broke down myself, uh, especially when he was calling out for his mom and everything that, that definitely, that definitely touched a nerve with me. Mm -hmm. uh, so it was, it was tough to watch. And I mean, I, I can understand how angry people can be, you know, in the situation mm -hmm. that, that, that was found upon because it, it's, it was something that was completely, it was brutal. I don't it know one person who wasn't, who wasn't horrified disgusted oh yeah furious when they saw that not one person black white asian <laughs> democrat republican like i've never seen so many people united in in their emotions on on something like this because life is precious life is important it's something to be valued murdering a person is just there will never be any justification for that. Absolutely not. Like, it's just, you know, and it brought me back to a lot of the, the horror I went through growing up, you know, and even, it even made me, you know, again, I've never, I don't think I'll ever get over um, some of the things about not having a father and that kind of thing, um, which I, I never I never had a dad due to probably due to just the continual onslaught from of our of our of the Holly family since slavery, you know, and just the things that went down, um, and then again my own childhood being robbed and ripped away due to uh racism which i try to skirt around a lot because obviously um the person who was the biggest perpetrator isn't with us anymore but i don't want to bring shame on anybody but it's something that i go through every day in addition to all the other challenges that uh, that i faced and, and i'm sure it fuels you yeah oh yeah but I cried for like a week. So yeah, I could, I, you know, this, this, this world though, that, that's, that's all I'm trying to say is like this world, we have never been out of the woods, you know, True. and this, this problem is, is, is so huge. <laughs> when you really look back and you think, step back and you think there's actual literal slavery still in this world, this modern world where we have everything, we have enough science, we have enough food housing to take care of the whole world. Why are there 20,000 kids dying every day of starvation? Like, I'm not minimizing this fight. This is very important. It's a very important step that people are opening their eyes 
um, to, to the truth that there are issues in this world. So I'm, as an artist, I feel it all, you know? Of course. And, and the thing is that I, I recently had uh, Hot 97's Hip Hop Gamer on uh, the Xander Effect. Nice. And, uh, you know, he was on here and we were talking about this subject and the fact of the matter that he, you know, the, the way he feels is that he just, he just hopes that this isn't just something that's a trend that exactly. people are just they're, exactly. they're just, they're just looking at it as a trend. And, exactly. you know, I, I expressed to him, I said, you know, that's, that's that I agree with that because I mean, it's almost like, like I was telling him, it's almost like a buddy of mine told me when, when I wanted to lose weight and everything, he said, dieting is something that you do and then you drop. What you're trying to do is a lifestyle change. And, right. you know, I compared it to that, that this that's going on right now needs to be a lifestyle change, not a diet. Exactly. Exactly. You know? And and he agreed with me because and I we mean, really I, need to go all the way there. We need to we need to address the inequities in in every aspect of our world, you know? Mm -hmm. It's so important. Um, I feel the pain of these people, of, you know, humanity, kids, humanity. I feel it every night and every morning when I wake up, you know, and it's been that, I've been that way since forever. So I just really hope that people, people stick to the core message of this movement, which is about love and justice and and being there for one another that's that's everything and that's the truth and that's the truth and you know that's something that that uh that everybody's hoping for you know to not misconstrue the message as something negative but make it into something that's supposed to be positive exactly. you know that's something that's that's for some people that's something that's being missed right now and that needs to be you know reaffirmed that exactly. you know that that's the real message not not what not what people are trying to make it out not to the be. controversy exactly like, exactly yeah. so but i mean <laughs> other than that i mean you know you've been witnessing all this craziness the virus the protests asteroid almost hitting us on saturday i mean <laughs> you know, i mean we're in jumanji right now okay i mean <laughs> i think that jumanji is a little milder maybe i don't know i'm just kidding seriously we're like I'm at level kidding. 46 right now jumanji right? is crazy right? um but i mean you know uh you know you've been seeing all this stuff going on around you i mean have you been have you been working on music i mean like obviously Always, yeah obviously you've Always. had a lot of inspiration around Always. you i mean you know, I'm I'm Always. looking forward to see what your new songs are going to be about. Are they going to be, a lot of them are going to be focused on what's going on, or is it still going to come back to, you know, your own personal experiences, or honestly, is it a mixture of both? Honestly, all my music since, um, since I ever started in this, on this path, or even since I was a little girl, my poetry, prose, everything has always had this as a part of it, because... You know, I've, I'm a firsthand, uh, I don't want to call myself a victim, but I'm a firsthand survivor of horrific racial issues. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so it's always had that in it, you know what I mean? And so I don't think my music's really going to 
change at all. Um, a lot of, much of the album that's coming and the records that are coming are very empowering records. Um, and at the same time, lots of love has been poured into them. And so I don't see that, but I have been writing a lot, of course, as always. I, I don't think I could ever stop, you know, every day, um, these songs just write themselves and they come to me. So I'm really excited to release records from the album. I'm really excited to, um, to affect a little positivity and a little change and also, um, yeah, just do what I was put here for, man. Like, do what yes. I came here for. So you haven't got any cabin fever or anything while you've been inside. You've been keeping yourself busy. Yeah, I mean, it's, I haven't stopped. Um, like, I think, just to give you an idea, even in my seventh grade, I was in like seven different music ensembles and off-Broadway show and writing my own one-woman show, like at the same, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> nice. <laughs> and producing my own little records and stuff. So it's been, a, it's been like over a decade of relentless, constant, movement so really with this um even though i am getting a lot of work done i do have uh, more time to just go in and create even more but yeah i definitely definitely don't have cabin fever but i will say i miss i miss my team i mm -hmm. miss my crew um being online isn't the same as being in person um and obviously we had to stop and kind of put a hold on certain uh, promotional activities and things that we had getting ready to go, which was really, really hard to do, really hard for me to slow down on all those fronts because I've been gearing up for this. Um, but at the same time, my thoughts and my prayers have just been with people who have either gotten sick or, you know, obviously um, are in pain. And that, you know, obviously the most important thing is the, just the, the, the safety and like the healing of humanity. I'm not, I, I have never been handed anything. I did everything I ever had came from um, a gift from God or angels that the creator sent into my life. Mm -hmm. So I have that kind of faith in miracles that no matter what happens, um, I'll be where I'm supposed to be, you know what I mean? So cabin fever, not so much. Um, just, you, just miss, you just miss like, you know, hanging out with, with you know, people and, yeah, you know. Yeah, and my just, process and my training. And of course, and, and of course uh, you miss Los Angeles. Show, yeah. you, you miss Los Angeles and I was, the beaches. I was supposed to come back out there before <laughs> everything got shut down. I was supposed to come out yeah, there. Yeah, I remember. I, I remember that you were actually going to be, uh, you were going to be moving here for like, a, and staying out here for a couple of months and stuff. And that would have actually, I think that would have been a little bit better for you. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, it would have because everything here is way tighter lockdown. Oh yeah, no, and and it just it hit it hit New York a hell of a lot harder than it did LA. Mm -hmm. I mean, well, yeah, at least I think everything's cramped together. Yes, subways. And yes, everything, like, the apartments are like right on top of each more, other, and way more opportunities to to be a uh, test bunny for wow. coronavirus uh, 2.0. You're, you're, you're living you're living in the literal petri dish. Like exactly. that's pretty much what it is over there. And it's, it's just, <laughs> it's crazy. Cause it's like, 
you know, the city that never sleeps had to actually take a nap. Exactly. Like, <laughs> it's interesting, right? It's I mean, it's just, I've seen pictures, I've seen images of what's going on, and it's just so, like, it's dead. And it's just so eerie to me to see that. I mean, mm -hmm. it was eerie to me to see Hollywood dead the right. way it was. Never you know? in a million years could you ever imagine. I was like, I, I was waiting for Will Smith and his dog to come out and I am legend, like, you know, outfits and everything. Like, <laughs> yeah, basically. you know, like, cause that's what it kind of seemed like to me. And I'm just like, basically. dude, I'm waiting for that tumbleweed to go by in the middle of Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. just so exactly. eerie, you know, exactly. like, and, and a little apocalypse for you. Tell me about it. And it's, and it's just, it's insane how to see these things. I mean, you know, and, and then, you know, we got all this stuff going on and I'm going to get, I'm going to ask you like a little, a little political question here. Oh God. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't be scared. <laughs> it's not going to be anything crazy with, uh, with, with the elections coming up in November that are, these are probably this, these, this election coming in November is the most important one where we're voting for a new president. I mean, how important do you think these elections are right now with everything that's going on? Jeez, I mean, I mean, every election is every election is important. <laughs> yeah, I mean, every election is important. Obviously, yeah, that much I know. But I mean, you know, especially now because you know that a lot of people, a lot of young people, don't go to vote. They don't vote. They don't do anything. How important do you I believe? I think it's, everybody it's, needs it's, to get their butt out. <laughs> right. Polls, yeah, obviously. Or yeah. mail-in ballots at this point, because you know yeah. everything's going on. So, yeah, or or you know, uh, uh, absentee ballot, whatever. Like, obviously, it's very important right now. So, yeah, I I, I don't think I don't think you got to be a rocket scientist to know that we need to take this seriously. Yeah, because I mean, a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't. A lot of people tend to, you know, especially young people. They're like, oh, I don't want to go vote. I don't want to stay online. I mean, now it's gotten easier because now you can actually do it online. I mean, I've actually seen a lot of uh, polling places are doing it online simply because of the current right, crisis that's right. going on, which is very convenient. But I mean, I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of tricky because you know many politicians are saying that doing that might actually people could actually screw with the voting process. Yeah, I have no idea. I am no politician, but I do believe that the elections are freaking important this year. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I mean, they're important every year, though. That's the problem. Like, even local elections, highly important. And they get ignored, you know, because we take for granted our, our amazing, you know, United States of America. Like, we take it for granted. We're not a perfect country, but we've been, like, one of the freest in the world, and we take that for granted. And so... You know, I think everyone is kind of seeing that it's important. I hope. I don't know. But uh, to me, it is. <laughs> and, and, and you have, and the thing is that you have uh, virtually two backgrounds, you know, in your, in your heritage that were completely oppressed. Yes. You know, you have your Native American side mm -hmm. and you have, you know, your African American side. Mm -hmm. You know, and even and actually even the Italian side too, the Italian yeah, side as yeah. well. Oh my gosh. My mom was called a Guinean school and everything, you know, and they came here during the depression. My, my grandma who, you know, was one of the, one of the struggling parts of my life, but my grandmother, she, she had to watch her own little brother get run over by a horse and buggy, you know, like, oh, like, wow. but yeah, yeah, yeah. My great grandpa, my great uncle, 
were both freed slaves. My great grandma was a Cherokee Indian off the Trail of Tears, full blood Cherokee. Um, and then uh, even on my dad's side, they had some Irish and English blood, but the Irish side was also uh, subject to a lot of oppression. And then on my mom's side, obviously the Italian side, they had some mix in there too with like French and Swiss and whatnot. But, <laughs> but, but the Italians, um, African-Americans and Native Americans, yeah. And I'm coming from, I'm coming from like actual like freed slave blood, mm -hmm. trail of tears blood. So I could feel my ancestors screaming right now. <laughs> <laughs> Go vote! <laughs> yeah. I mean, and in, in, in essence, you're doing it for them. You're I doing am it a because... representation of America. Like, yeah, like you, you definitely baby. are. Like yeah, America you, over here. You definitely are. Um, I mean, you're, you're the representation of the people that came here either they were already here or they came here to escape or they were forced here you yeah. know you actually literally have all three yeah, <laughs> in your blood, you know like and, and it's your and it's you're, you're definitely pressured to actually take advantage of the freedoms that they didn't have exactly and that's that's you know that's what i feel um and i think like i said you know we have had a very kind of um very passive society so that might be why everyone is shocked with all the activism now um but we've had a very passive society uh recently as much as i can remember growing up you know what i mean um when ralph told me all about he told me all about what they did in 92 um he told me all about Obviously, we all know about the March on Washington. Mm -hmm. um, and when he explained it all to me and explained what his father did, what he did, and all those steps that were taken. Um, but, you know, you're talking about you're talking about times of extreme oppression where literally uh, slews and slews of black men were getting murdered in the streets. And, mm -hmm. you know, my, my dad's family had to move up here from Virginia because my um my dad's brothers uh and my aunt my aunt <laughs> then there's the music side which we i guess we won't even get to right now but they witnessed the boys next door getting lynched and had to move up here where they could be safe you know so it's like <laughs> knowing that of course i feel a tremendous responsibility to actually Stay on top of what's happening um but in their honor. We've, we've been very lucky like we've been very fortunate in the last somewhat years to to have the ability to even be passive because you've got countries where people are fighting for their basic rights right now mm -hmm. too very true um so the fact that we could take something like george floyd and take it seriously is a testament to the american spirit and that's amazing and hopefully people will will take it seriously enough to educate themselves on what's happening and go out there and vote i mean you sound i mean amanda besides being a very talented musician you know uh you know <laughs> singer you know writer everything it sounds to me that you can you you actually would want to get more involved 
<laughs> the political side of it, I mean, because you're very passionate about it. I mean, you oh, get passionate about so a lot of things, you know? So, I don't know. I mean, well, I mean, would you think about maybe getting involved in the future? Maybe not right now, but in the future in certain organizations that, you know, that, that benefit the, better, the betterment of society? Um, actually, one day what I really want to do once I have the platform is I want to do a lot of work for kids. That's, mm -hmm. that's kind of the, where my heart is at, um, being there for children in this world, just because, again, my childhood was garbage. And <laughs> um, the one thing I had was music and um, I shouldn't say garbage, but it, it, was, it was not fun. Mm -hmm. So I have a soft spot in my heart for that cause um, for children, because I also believe that by obviously by helping children and, and affecting their lives in a positive way that will automatically make a more compassionate caring future you know what i mean mm -hmm. um yeah and that's, maybe, and that's maybe be like an ambassador one day you know maybe one day or something i mean and there and, and it's not just and it's and it's children all over the world too it's no it's, that's that's what i'm saying yeah that's what it's, i'm saying it's, it's everywhere it, it, it if people had any idea what was how bad it was, I just I don't know how anyone would be able to sleep at night because because sometimes I can't, you know, um, just again, because I'm very it, children's rights. It's a huge issue that concerns me. And and I, I do find it hard to sleep at night and I could feel their pain, you know, just like just like my community, my black community, my minority communities. Um, so yeah, I, I I have a feeling that there's gonna be a song coming that involves. Oh, we already have it. I already have. Ah, it. See? I already have like so many of these. You don't even know. <laughs> you, don't even know. <laughs> you have like a huge catalog already that yeah, you're like no, you're I like do. you're you're burning to go ahead and get the catalog out I already. I do. I do. And I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you, I, I I look forward to hearing it because I mean, man, I love all your songs. I love all your songs. They when you sing them you have this this like love and passion when you sing and it's it you know it really reaches out to like the soul of a person when you're singing because it's like you're trying to touch their soul and you you succeed your music has that effect you know in so many ways you may not realize it but no, in my personal opinion you know, it's, it's on, honestly, it's just honest and where what what I'm actually living and feeling, to be honest with you. But um, people when I was very little, they would say um, from the time I was like three or four, they'd ask me to sing and they would like grown people would either cry or something like that. And I'd be like, what's going on? And they said that, you know, it made them feel something. And I'm like, well, that's how I'm feeling. And that was kind of my first realization how powerful music is, sound waves, the effect of it, and and just just the fact that so many people do really have that same the same emotions too, that sometimes they can't even describe and what music does for them. But for me, I mean it's a mutual thing because for me, um, if it weren't for my music, I would not be alive. I can guarantee you that. I would not be here. And that's um, the point. Yeah. That's the point because at the end of the day, you know, I mean, I always say this at the end of every one of my episodes, music always, always heals all. 
Absolutely. And, and that's that's a saying that I say every single time when I finish, when I end my 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 episode of, of the Xander Effect, because you know, I play music on the show, I play your songs on the show, I play songs for everybody. And it's always a sense that every like, you know, music always has a very profound effect emotionally on a person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's one of those things where it, it can it can make you it can make you cry. It could make bring a smile to your face, remembering. I mean, th- there's been so many times when there's like certain songs that I hear. I'm like, oh my god, I was here. I was in high school when yeah. this song came out. I mean, I was well, I was talking to this girl. Like it was crazy. Yeah, there's a there's a before I guess we wrap up or whatever. Um, um, there is this this experiment that was done with an MRI machine where they put. Uh, someone into the MRI machine, they would put various people in, play the music that they were going to play, right? Play, just play actual song or whatever and observe their brainwave function, right? And then they would ask the person, the individual, just to imagine uh, the music that's being played or that was just played. And they would see the same exact brainwave function wow. as when it was being physically played. So... That's just a little bit on that, but it's it's the truth though. But it's the truth though. Frequencies, um, sound, every it's it's the cornerstone or the these these are the fundamentals of everything in existence in our world and our universe. So it's you know music saved my life. My own music saved my life. Listening to phenomenal, incredible, impactful music got me through everything you know my mom my mom was a musician she was manhattan school of music cellist concert cellist one of four out of five thousand people um to get accepted and graduate in her class full scholarship my father wrote for sarah vaughn even though he didn't get his royalties because of the black oppression that was going on in the industry back then my aunt discovered stephanie mills wrote for her manager my aunt went to juilliard she toured the world with the first black opera singer shirley verrett you know um, and, and so that there was one thing that my, my parents passed down to me, um, that was so, um, ingrained in my system and that was music. And if that's all I have, um, that I know that I can rely on or know that I exist for, I want to share that with as many billions of people as I can. And that's a beautiful gift to share because seriously, Music does have, you know, a profound effect, like I said, a profound effect emotionally, you know, mentally, you know, I mean, when my mom was, uh, was, uh, was in, was in the ICU and she was dying on me, I played her music. I played her music mm-hmm. of one of her favorite artists and it brought a smile to her face. Mm-hmm. And I even sang the- my dad out of a coma with, with a song that he had heard. I had only seen him once in mm-hmm. or four times in, my, in life. And he was in a coma and I sang him uh, this song that I wrote and he literally sat up, squeezed my hand, looked at me, smiled. And the nurse and my aunt were crying because they couldn't believe it. But that is, I, and I'm so sorry again about your mom. Like, um, yeah, you know, I, I lost my dad, but you know, we had that moment and mm-hmm. that was the one thing that he responded to, you know, yeah. even, and- even through the coma, even through the brain damage and everything. Yeah. And, 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 you know, like I said, you know, it, it definitely, uh, 
put a smile on her face and it's it goes to prove that even if it's in the last moments listening to music listening to something is a, is i would imagine a good way to leave this earth you know because you're listening to something beautiful before you leave and you know it's 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 you know it's something that i was glad i was able to share with her and you know i'm happy you were able to share your moment as well with your father and it's just like i said music is something that that definitely affects us on a personal level all the time you know and whether it's you know a moment in you know high school with your with your true love or a moment saying goodbye to your loved one it's it's something that is always around us it's the heartbeat of society is music exactly it's you know? so much more powerful than than we even realize you know and one one song can unite millions of people in a 3 minute like different zone of, of or different dimension uh you know it's it's just it's incredible no and i and, and you know and it's very fortunate that you have that gift that you're able to share with everybody and i'm thankful for it I'm yeah thankful. yeah it's 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 something that we're thankful for too <laughs> well yeah you definitely know, you want to keep that integrity and it means so much um sometimes that could be the curse but sometimes you have to compromise it in order to get your your point across i mean i don't know <laughs> i don't know i don't know i mean i i think that sometimes you have to like make compromises oh, in yeah. order I mean, to be able to get your points across in life you know it's just a, a is it a compromise like a compromise or is it a compromise of values those are two different things yes but that's a discussion for a different day <laughs> <laughs> well i mean go like uh going into what's going on right now or what's going to be happening in the future things are starting to reopen little by little i mean have you had do you have any plans on on touring do you have any plans i mean what's what's going to be happening in the next you know in the next uh in the next few months or so well um definitely when everything opens back up um obviously the tv show is is moving forward, which is exciting. Um, and uh, you know more about that from from our last interview. Mm -hmm. um, but obviously, just getting back that out there in the public, the night that the lockdown started, I actually did an event with Franchise Record Pool, which um, was founded by Funk Master Flex. Um, and we still actually have to do some more uh, part of that event and filming. Um, but I will be heading back out into LA and we will be starting back up with performances and just promotion of the record that we had to stop promoting <laughs> and get getting the album out there and just finally engaging to reach the maximum amount of people in the world. So definitely I'm rearing and can't wait to get back up and moving again. So no. No doubt, no doubt. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to, you know, having you back out here in Los Angeles, hopefully being able to have a sit down interview again with you, maybe at the winery again, maybe a couple glasses of wine again. Uh -huh. like last time, that was a lot of fun. Exactly, um, so, yes, it was. <laughs> so, so how can people, I mean, I know that you said this before, but I always ask every single time, how can people stalk you on social media? Uh, okay, so it's Amanda Holly, H-O-L-L-E-Y, uh, at Listen to Amanda. Um, and yeah, so, and then you, uh, my website, listen to Amanda.com and uh, YouTube and whatnot. <laughs> and that's Instagram at listen to Amanda is on yeah, Instagram YouTube, and everything. YouTube at listen to Amanda. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Amanda so Holly, thank you very much for being on the Xander Effect. Appreciate your time. And, you know, please stay safe out there. And thank I look forward you. to having you come back here to LA and talking to you again very soon. Thanks so much, Xander. All right. We'll talk soon.
Okay. Take care. You too. Bye. Thank you so much, Amanda Holly, for being on the Xander Effect. Looking forward to your new music. Looking forward to chatting with you again very soon. In sports, the NHL has decided to uh, begin training camps uh, starting July 10th amid the COVID-19 pandemic. So it looks like they're going to go ahead and start training camps. They went on Twitter and decided to make the announcement saying, uh, basically, the National Hockey League Players' Association NHLPA and the National Hockey League NHL announced today that formal training camps phase three for the 24 teams resuming play will open on Friday, July 10th, provided that medical and safety conditions allow and the parties have reached an overall agreement on resuming play. The length of training camp and therefore the start date for formal resumption of play phase four will be determined at a future date. So, so far, it seems that with everything that's starting to reopen little by little, uh, the NHL, the National Hockey League, has decided to also join many other uh, sports that are also reopening. So little by little, everything's starting to gain momentum. Another another, uh, another uh, uh, sport that decided to reopen as well has been the NBA. The NBA, obviously, they made the announcement that they're going to start their 2019-2020 their season July 31st at the Walt Disney World Resort near Orlando, Florida. But there have been a lot of, uh, a lot of, there's been a lot of doubt among a faction of players. And the league and NBPA, uh, NBPA are, they're, they're pretty much expected to agree on a provision that wouldn't require players to even participate for the remainder of the season. So that's, that's something that, Adrian Wojnarowski went ahead and tweeted and he went ahead and said quote the NBA and NBPA are expected to agree on a provision that wouldn't require players to restart the season nor subject nor subject them to discipline for staying home sources tell ESPN the players would lose a portion of salary for those games missed so they're, they're basically doing that and there's been a lot of players that have been voicing their uh, their concerns as well, according to also to to Wojnarowski. Again, he went on Twitter and he said the NBA and NBPA are nearing completion on items needed to reach a final agreement on parameters of a nature of a return to play. Sources said some players with hesitation have been discussing a number of issues on return, including family concerns, COVID-19, social justice, and more. So in essence, while the NHL is, is starting to do training camps, the NBA is already starting to plan brand new games for the new season. But there have been some pushback from certain players, which it you know it makes sense because with all these things that are going on, you know, with the protests and everything, there has been uh, there has been a nationwide surge in COVID-19 cases of new cases that have been emerging. And that was to be expected. A lot of medical officials, they were expecting something like that to happen. So with this new surge, it may be possible that reopening things right now may not be the best idea because they were they were planning on reopening it and everything was going fine. But then these protests started, you know, having people get together. Some were wearing masks. Some, a lot of them were not. 
So that could be a concern that they might have to, you know, they might they might reopen, but who knows? They might actually end up having to close everything up again due to these new cases. It all depends on whether or not the government sees how much of a surge of new cases are starting to come out. But so far, it seems like it's start, like a new wave is coming. And that's really unfortunate for a lot of people that have been waiting for, you know, the the the. Uh, the, the virus has started getting controlled. So who knows what's going to happen at this point? Let's just hope for the best. But, you know, like my friend always says, hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. So we, you never know what's going to happen. Coming up next in video game news, I go, I, I went ahead and I watched the PS5 reveal, but that's the good news that they're going to be like a lot of really cool games. The bad news, there is still no price. And who knows why uh, Sony has not given a price yet. But we'll talk a little bit about what I watched on the reveal later on, coming up next. But first, here is Dubly's Prism, right here on the Xander Effect.
Hey, what's up? This is JP Castillo. You're listening to Xander Dames on The Xander Effect. Nada de ti me impresiona, ey. Juegas con todos y los ilusionas, ey. Yeah. Pero conmigo no te va a funcionar, no, no, no. Ese jueguito yo me lo inventé, yeah. Saber que yo soy dispuesto a jugar tu juego. Solo dime si lo tomas, porque si no, hasta luego, baby. Corrido y mañana me despido y me llamas cuando sientas que ya no aguanta y quieres conmigo y te saco los semidos pero por favor de mí no te enamores que ya no estoy para un mundo de colores ahora estoy viviendo momentos mejores solo estoy sin compromiso así que no me llores ¿Qué quieres? Si apareces de la nada y te vas de repente baby solo mírame a la cara y dime que se siente saber Dispuesto a jugar tu juego Porque si no, hasta luego, baby. 
That was JP Castillo's Jugar al Amor right here on the Xander Effect. In video game news, today was the official reveal by Sony for PlayStation 5. And let me tell you guys, the games that are going to be featured on PlayStation 5 are incredible. The graphics, everything looks amazing. They talked a little bit about the specs, the controllers, everything. But the one thing they decided to leave out was the price and of course the official release date they said that they're going to be releasing it later this year but they still haven't given an exact date yet so that's going to be something that people are no doubt they've already been talking about it since uh since the reveal came out because that's what we've been waiting for they've been they've been um teasing little things giving us specs here and there but that's not exactly what, well, I mean, yeah, that's what a lot of gamers are checking out. A lot of, uh, a lot of people are looking at, but they want to know the price. They want to know the price. They want to know when it's going to be released. And those are the two things that, that the two really important things that a lot of gamers were waiting on and they decided to leave out. Now, this could be a strategy by Sony because they're still waiting. I mean, Xbox, Microsoft still has not done their reveal yet. So it's possible that Sony's waiting on Xbox to flinch first you know it's kind of a it's kind of it's that kind of a game they're waiting for xbox to reveal their price because that's what they did the last time they waited for xbox to reveal their price so they could go lower and they could get get more people to buy theirs now xbox knowing that sony did that before they're doing the same they're waiting for sony to go ahead and give their price but they can't go on this back and forth forever one of them's got to go ahead and give their um the price for their console because it's getting closer and closer to the time where they're going to need to, you know, to, uh, to put it up for sale. It's getting closer and closer to that time. So one of them has got to give, you know, give in and giving us exactly what's going on. But aside from that, it looks like a lot of the games, I was actually in, uh, I was actually uh, confused last time because last time I said that PS5 will not be doing backwards compatibility. Looks like they are from what uh, from what uh, Hip Hop Gamer had said in our past interviews. So I was, I was confused at what they were trying to say, but they're doing it in a certain way. Like for example, they have GTA 5 is going to be coming to PS5. And what they're doing what Rockstar is doing with PlayStation is that they are doing a, an expanded and enhanced version of GTA 5. So what that means, who knows? It could be that they might be expanding the storyline a little bit more. They might be expanding multiplayer mode. They might be expanding the map. It could mean any number of things, but we have no idea. All they're saying for right now is that they're expanding it. And Plus, the other thing, too, is that there are plans of GTA 6, but that hasn't been announced yet. So more than likely, GTA 6 might be released at the end of 2021. So that could be a possibility. We're still not sure yet on that one. Another game that's also coming is uh, Demon's Soul Remake. It's a Demon's Soul Remake that they're doing for PS5, and it was during the reveal of PS5. There was a plethora of games that are going that are going to be coming out. I mean, Hitman 3, another one I saw that's going to be taking place in Dubai. That one's going to be a really cool game. Another Spider-Man uh, video game is also going to be uh, going to going to be featured, which it looks amazing. I saw some of the gameplay looks freaking phenomenal. So that's another one. And there is a game that I noticed that was really interesting. It, um, it's based on a cat from what I can see. 
and it's called, I believe it was called Stray. And the thing is, it's about a cat, which looks like it's the only living organism in the world that's pretty much by robots. This world is completely composed of nothing but robots. And you see the cat just like walking around. It's a stray cat. That's what's called stray. And it's walking around through neighborhoods that would otherwise be occupied by human beings. But they're not. It's all robots. And the robots seem like they act like human beings. They go about their daily lives. I mean, you know, it's, you have, you have, uh, you have, um, you know, uh, robots that are homeless that are, you know, scourging through garbage cans in alleyways. It's crazy. It's a very interesting concept. And the only, again, the only living organism so far from what they featured is a cat that goes around this neighborhood. So who knows what the purpose of that is, but it seemed interesting to me. I don't know. So looking forward to a lot of the brand new games coming out for PS5. Now we're going to wait on to see what Microsoft has to do because they still have to do their re their reveal. So we don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with that. That's the news in case you haven't heard it. Thank you so much for listening to the Xander Effect and joining me here today. Don't forget to keep on watching the World of Dance podcast every Friday where I go ahead and I interview the contestants from uh, World of Dance Season 4, NBC World of Dance Season 4 that premieres every Tuesday night. And I talk with uh, some of the contestants as to what exactly happened, the behind the scenes, get to know them a little bit. So make sure you always watch out for that every Friday and remember everybody we're still there's still a pandemic going on please please be safe out there remember to continue to be take precautions wear your masks and you know still have that social distancing because the virus still exists unfortunately until there's a vaccine until there's a cure until there's a treatment we still must continue to be safe for ourselves and for our loved ones and remember with all the other things that are going on the the you know everything that's happening in the world remember to love one another be together because we're th this is one planet we're in this all together in everything we're in it together and remember music always always heals all we'll see you next time y'all <laughs> i be tell i tell yeah you did they ain't believe it though <laughs> <laughs> one life Same game, be telling. What up? Woo! So we kick it like it's kickball. Power couple. She dripping in that they'll say goodbye. They want to touch her. Everybody know that's do girl. What you going to do about it? Me and her take on the world. Now that's the truth. Hey, everyone. The Xander Effect is powered by 5050 Global Music, Inc., Sony Music, The Orchard, and BMG Bertelsmann Group in association with Art19 Media.